Lock us in. Load us in. Pop in that A-track. Spin the tape. Here we go. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Star Wars Time Show. It's Matt, Nick, and Pete, and we don't know if we have any other cats in the house. It doesn't matter. We're here to talk Star Wars. All things Star Wars, fandom, news, speculation. You never know. But it's going to be good talk. It's going to be informative. It could be stupid. It could be dumb. But it's going to be entertaining. We promise you that. So as we kind of initiated last week, we're going to kick things off with our brand new segment. Uh, Not just segment, it's uh, it's an addition to a segment, our fandom segment that is. And that is our top five picks of the week from our Instagram share. So again, every week I uh, pick a few Star Wars toy photography or just Star Wars art related shots and I share them on our Instagram account at Star Wars Time Show. You can hashtag us Star Wars Time Show to try and get featured. And it, even if you don't, I'm still going to find you because I just love sharing awesome Star Wars art. So, Nick, I, I've kind of left it up to you because I'm the one that's initially choosing all the shots each week. So, we decided, like, why, why should I get another vote? Because I'm already kind of voicing my vote. So we're, we're now letting Nick choose our top five each week, and I love this because, again, Nick isn't ingrained in the toy community, the toy photography culture on Instagram like I am. So he doesn't see these artists on a daily basis like I do and appreciate their work like I do. Not that he doesn't. That Excuse me. <laughs> he I loves all – yeah, I'm sorry. He loves all of your work. I'm just saying he's not – 100% balls in this is his Instagram life like it is mine. Like okay, I can't I can't look at the pictures and say, "Oh you. yeah, he set it up this way and okay, like he's that, got yeah, these yeah, effects." Yeah, like, I don't have me. the technical know-how that Matt does. All right. Appreciate but I have, it. Sorry. Yeah. I have a He I, appreciates it greatly, trust me. I mean, he thinks I'm good at what I do. And I I I'm very uh self-critical. I am, and I'm humbled that, that he thinks that. But, I mean, you know, Nick does – he he does like this. I was not trying to imply that he does. I was just trying to say that he isn't quite as uh, involved. Let's leave it at that. Yes. All right, man, so go ahead. Kick this off, man. Who would you pick first for this week? Yeah, so this week I, I made a concerted effort to – when I was thinking about it, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go in. I want to pick all new artists. But I didn't even have to, like, do that. I just went in, and the first five that I picked they out – They do just kind of stand out. Right? They do. They stand out, and they're all brand-new artists. Nobody was duplicated from last week, and I even made – uh, made sure to pick up a, a true art piece this time so it's not all toy photography. So going like through the it. list, <clears throat> in no particular order, first up we have a shot it's by boy right here. Yankeet0675. And what makes this shot so special to me is that it, it's of Rio, which is a character <laughs> I really loved from Solo, and he's using all three of his arms to shoot. Yeah. Stormtroopers and Imperial soldiers around. Well, I think all four technically four. are shooting. He just, the way it's posed, the fourth arm is hidden. But it looks like he does, 
uh, uh, Keat did get that effect in for the fourth shot. I see it, yeah. It's right over, like, the back of his left ear when you're looking at him. I see it, yeah. I see it. And the thing is with, with Ying Keat, and I, I I honestly love this guy. I mean, I work with him at the Exclude Collective on Instagram, and it's also ExcludeCollective.com. Check it out if you are into toy, toy collecting, toy photography. Trust me. There's some top not shit going on over there but but keat is just i mean he he's a hard worker i mean this guy puts out multiple images a day when he gets new figures he does what i call series of shots where essentially for a week or two that's all he's going to be sharing are shots of the new figures and he he really takes advantage of his dioramas this is the the nova revol uh diorama that a lot of photographers use i have it mine's still sitting in a box because rumor has it this thing is a fucking nightmare to put together and i know me i'm borderline insane i've broken so many video game controllers i probably could have bought multiple consoles based on how much money i've spent on controller replacements because i'm nuts (laughs) So I know I'm just I'm not going to try and put this together, but it's a fantastic dio. It's a great pose, and then he he puts some great effects in there. So I mean, Yinky zero six seven five is a highly recommended follow for I mean Star Wars shots, toy shots in general, because the guy's going to give you multiple shots per day. Beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. So yeah, that's number one on the list, but they're not ranked in no particular order. So. Next up, and I think, Matt, you really drove home exactly why I picked this one when yeah, you posted this is, it. This is something post. you hang on a wall, by the way. Yeah, exactly. So this is from TK Burgett, and it's basically a shot of an AT-AT driver. And it's just the thing that is so striking about it is that there's no crazy effects. He's not, like, fighting or anything like that. It's just this guy, he's walking through the sand, there's a giant smoke wall in the background, and like you said in the, in the post, it's the scale, like the sense of scale that this, this shot captures is really, really striking. And this is, like, if I could get this blown up, I would definitely hang this in a room or something like that. I mean, this is just top-notch photography, staging, I mean, this, it's just so stark. I mean, we see so many images on our Instagram that we share that's a lot of action, you know, action oriented shots, a lot of movement, blur, um, special effects. This one straight up, just a beautiful shot. Yeah. I mean, I can only interpret what TK is going for here, but I imagine because this is an ad at driver that he was almost implying that he's somewhat close to approaching his ad at. And do you know what I'm saying, Nick, where, like He's you like, could almost see that the ad ad is off screen, but if you if you were filming that scene, you'd almost want it to look this way to where the the actor, the character is very minuscule compared to the massive vehicle. Yeah, it's almost like if this were a movie, you would have this shot framed exactly like this, and then you would like pan up and to the left to like reveal the exactly. big ad. A leg. You'd see a fucking leg. Yeah, because that, so. that's how big it would be, and and that's just that's what I got from the shot, and it is it's a beaut. This is a fantastic shot. So I mean, TK's got a lot of great shots. Check them out. 
And if you need the full name, don't forget to hit up StarWarsTime.net. We got the top five up there. You can check it out in our fandom section. Yep. Next up, we have, I mean, what what I can only describe as a super realistic looking shot from Will Candy Toy Photography. And it's of a Death Trooper, another one from the Star Wars story. So we've had Rio from Solo. This one's coming from um, Rogue One. And it's just, it's another war scene. I mean, there's there's bits of fire that looks like it's swirling around this guy, smoke everywhere. He's clearly like in the midst of some battle. The pose is perfect. He's got the gun, you know, at the ready to fire Uh, all around. Like when I saw this and I was like, holy shit, it looks like this dude is in the middle of a fight. So I really enjoyed this. Yeah, without a doubt. You're you're 100% on. I mean, the action elements are perfect. To me, it's the fact that this is a six inch figure, yet it looks like an actual full size human. Yes. That's what I appreciate the most in this shot is... Because I know, I mean, that, that's sometimes hard to pull off, is, is to make these teeny little figures actually look like real people or, or life-size figures. Um, so, I mean, Will Candy really nailed that in this shot in particular, and I think that's initially what drew me to it. And then I, I do like kind of the special effects added in there. I, I don't think these are practical. I think these are probably in post, but either way, it, it's still... Everything put together makes it a, a very pleasing shot. 100%. So next up, we're getting to our first real artistic piece. It's not a photography piece. This is somebody, you know, somebody went in, either drew this by hand, painted it, did some digital work to it on the computer. But this is from Venomous, and it is a representation of the scene in Revenge of the Sith where Anakin uh, kills Count Dooku on the bridge of the separatist ship and just the way that this this whole image is put together um i mean it's it's so hard to describe but it's also so striking i mean you see anakin with dooku's dead body there in front of him the emperor in the in the chair bound to his left but the thing that's really striking is he's holding these two lightsabers the blue and the red and what venomous does is he really just makes the colors the blue and the red just pop and explode in this picture and that's what really makes it so striking and so beautiful is that you you know you take something that you've seen probably a thousand times if you watch revenge of the sith and then he goes in and he puts his touch to it and really makes this shot a lot like live differently than you've ever seen it before yeah i mean eli aka at venomous is has been for years. I mean, even before StarWarsTime.net, I've been sharing his work on EntertainmentBoo.com. I mean, th- this guy's art just catches my eye. I mean, that- that's the best way I can explain it. It's just, it's so dramatic. Uh, he always provides great contrast. Uh, he always has great sharp lines. Uh, but there's also you know this 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 kind of basic watercolor washed out feel to it and i just he had a whole the the whole point of sharing this i believe nick is i think i wrote a piece on it i mean he throughout the week he was sharing some great revenge of the sith art yeah and and this just kind of stood out as as one of the more um spectacular pieces but i mean trust me check out at venomous on instagram you will not be disappointed i mean the entire page is full of killer shit. 
Yeah. I mean, and and shit in 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 the greatest sense of the 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 word shit. And venomous is spelled V E N A M I S for those of you wondering. Um, so last of the top five is going to be another fun shot that I that really just kind of like stood out to me and I really enjoyed it. It's from. <laughs> And then also the Instagram name is just top notch. I mean, like this is one of those names that you just, you can't steal from somebody. It's too good. It's a Sith load of Lego. And the shot is of Lego Darth Vader with a bunch with four Lego snowtroopers behind him. And they are walking into what would be the, the Hoth rebel base. And the shot, I mean, like to me, one, I've never been more intimidated by a Lego figure in my life because I feel like this little Lego Darth Vader could force choke me to death. And two, just the way that it's it's set up with, you know, the fade in the background, like you see Vader so stark in the front. And then as you go look back in the photo, you have your, you know, your blur set in with the snowtroopers in the back. Um, the smoke effects or the atmospheric, uh, atmospheric effects that are used in this are used to really great effect because we can all remember the scene when this is happening. And that's what was so cool to me is like, when I saw this, I immediately was like, holy shit, I can remember like when, you know, when this was happening in the movie. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, really good. I mean, I'm glad you, you, you picked up on this one because I too, am am a huge fan of, of Lego photography. I mean, just Lego anything in general. I mean, I love the Lego movies, animated Star Wars Lego, Freemakers, love all that. I mean, even the classic Lego Star Wars stuff that to this day I think are some of the funniest Star Wars properties I've ever seen. Uh, so whenever I see a shot like this where they're, they're like trying to be a boss – I mean, Vader looks like a boss. Yeah. And even even the snowtrooper behind him with his gun with the up, gun. Yeah. where it's in focus, I mean, just looks like a boss. I mean, the entire shot is just, I, I love it. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming that this could be, you know, maybe some baking soda, you know, sometimes flowers used for snow. Either way, it, it's just a, it's a beautiful shot. It's a funny shot, and it's also very artistic. Yeah, yeah. So that's our top five. We are going to, when we do the the podcast posts, as we always do every week, we will tag all of the, you know, recipients of the Star Wars Time Top Five on Instagram to give them some more credit where they where they deserve it. And then, um, we, you know, we'll also make sure to link this this post for you guys following along. Uh, this post will be linked in the in the. Um, in the post on starwarstime.net so you can follow along with us give these people follows give these people likes on instagram shout them out in comments i mean i guess you know matt you can talk to this way more than me but the you know the amount of time and dedication that gets put into this type of artwork whether it be photography or digital art or painting or anything like that the amount of time that you put in you know is so immense and just simple gratitude from fans like us or even you guys listening goes a long way to help keep these guys motivated to do the things that they love so just oh dude yeah. i mean just someone that shares my own toy photography i mean just the fact that anyone likes my shots is it always is it's humble i mean it's very humbling it's just like wow I mean, even it's just, I know it's just a double tap, but still, someone's like, "Hey, that's cool." 
I mean, there have been times where I've I've had Ryan Johnson, Star Wars director, like a shot of Poe Dameron Funko Pop, and Mark Hamill himself, like a shot of uh, kind of this custom mashup I did of him on a Kylo body. So, I mean, talk about, I mean, that that's all I ever needed. I mean, the, the fact that I know that Mark Hamill himself has looked at something I've done and actually liked it it's good enough for me i mean i'll keep going yep so give these people follows give these people likes give them comments and uh tell them nice things because they deserve it so we are going to move on in our fandom section and we're going to talk a little bit about something that dropped today called and it's a little bit of news on triple force friday which is basically a like the collector's dream right matt like this is oh, dude, anyone that's worth their salt in Star Wars collecting, you know what a Force Friday is. So we're now getting something called a triple Force Friday. This is pretty ridiculous because if you think about why and how this is happening. I'm, dude, I'm already like I think I'm starting to shake from it already. That, yeah. That's how nervous I am. Okay, so for those of you out there who are wondering, what is Triple Force Friday? Well, let's first talk about it a little bit. It's going to kick off. 12.01 a.m., so midnight, October 4th, and the reason that it's called Triple Force Friday and not just Force Friday is because this year, 2019, we have three Star Wars properties, brand new, that are getting ready to drop on us around the same time of year. Those three properties are Star Wars Episode Nine, The Mandalorian TV Show on Disney+, and EA and Respawn's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order video game. So if you think about that, you can take everything that's associated with these properties, and they're from three completely different time periods. Episode 9, obviously new trilogy. The Mandalorian, original trilogy. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, end of the prequel trilogy. So much merch is going to be you know, available for these three properties that they... Star Wars has decided that there is going to be a day completely dedicated to this merch drop. I can't. I mean, as a diehard collector, I mean, just sitting here, I'm, I'm again, my head is exploding. It's. I mean, my eyes are about to fall out of the sockets. Your your bank account's gonna. Explode. Yeah, I, I know that. I know the financial burden this is gonna be, but I also know the emotional stress this is gonna cause because of the FOMO. I mean, there's a lot of FOMO with this stuff, Nick, because you don't know. If the store you go to at midnight is going to have all the shit, you also don't know how many other lunatics are going to show up with you trying to cannibalize that shit. Oh, yeah, dude, because, I mean, it's going to be... This stuff keeps me up at night. Yeah, it's going to be a madhouse. I mean, people like me who's, you know, who haven't gotten into Star Wars collecting yet, mostly due to the fact that if I did, I'd be broke as fuck. Um, you know, we will skip out on this, but you guys, you hardcores, you've, you know, people in the toy photography community, people in the collecting community, people, you know, who are, you know, resellers, everybody's going to be out there on October 4th, chasing this stuff down. And it is, it's going to be like a black, like a black Friday for star Wars fans. Like it's going to be nuts. Um, it is. I, I there've been, I honestly, I hate everything about Solo's release outside of the fact that it didn't get itself like its own nutty. I mean, it had like a, I believe there was like a, an April special figure day, 
but it was nothing like a Force Friday. I mean, that's the only good thing about Solo releasing in May versus December. Yeah. Because Force Fridays suck. Because there's people where, where I'm from in Columbus, Ohio, I've seen them year in, year out. And I know some of them are just straight fucking scalpers. Ugh. And I hate those motherfuckers. Yeah, that's the fucking worst, dude. Because you can see, I mean, their carts are loaded with, the, with you know, the exclusives as many as they can get. That's that 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 hurts, you know. Well, I mean, that's collecting, man. It's a dangerous business. Now, do you know? Has it been announced yet if there are going to be any store exclusives? Because I know within the oh, there you know, there's always going to be something like that. I mean, maybe not in Black Series, but there definitely will be Funko exclusives. Yeah. So, get ready, people. If you if you like yourself some Star Wars figures, some Star Wars toys. October 4th is going to be the day of days for 12 you. 1 a.m. Line up. I'm more than likely now, you know, Toys R Us is gone, so I'm probably going to go to my local Target is going to be my spot. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, once we get any news about store exclusives for Funkos or anything else like that, we'll let you oh, guys yeah. know we'll, on the podcast. We'll get you covered. So, uh, but just for now, there's no news on that, but October 4th, 12.01 a.m., be ready. It's time. It's time for Star Wars time. Um, it's always time, bro. It is. There's always time for Star Wars time, as we say in this household. Um, next piece. This is going to be one more toy piece, and we're going to talk about... And, Matt, you you inform me that this is a very controversial oh, yeah, totally. topic. Especially within the Exclude Collective uh, chat on Instagram, but... Uh, and this this has been teased, and, and this is a new hyper-real line from Hasbro uh, within the Black Series family. So, honestly, what, what most of us are speculating, especially based on the images released today of the first hyper-real Black Series figure of Darth Vader, which is going to be an 8-inch figure, so it's going to be around 1-9 scale, which is slightly larger than the one twelve scale that the typical Black Series line comes in. Uh, so, anyways... The, the, Hasbro's trying to go for a higher-end figure. I mean, he's going to come with multiple hand attachments. He's got soft goods cape, soft goods tunic, it looks like. But as we're looking at this, I mean, because, you know, the people on IG, we get it. We've spent a lot of money on figures. I mean, $8 figure to us is really nothing. I mean, some of us spend two, $300 on a figure, right? The Barbie size. Yep. So when you see an $80, like, eight inch figure you're expecting to see something insane and we all just looked at this picture and i don't know what you thought nick but i'm going honestly the 20 dollar black series version looks more authentic than this yeah i mean i looked at this without looking at the price point first and i was like oh man this looks pretty good you know the soft goods cape because you have informed me that this is like you know when you have oh, soft it's a goods huge included. deal dude yeah. like you have no idea like if they put wires in that <clears throat> bigger boners around yeah so i looked at it and i was like okay not bad this looks pretty good and then i scrolled down and i saw the 80 dollar so this isn't confirmed but apparently it's going to retail for around 80 i was like man that seems steep especially considering the fact that you've told me how much you've paid for like high like super high end you know two hundred dollars for super high end figures i look at this and i'm like eighty dollars even to the untrained eye that is me i do feel like that is kind of steep and like you said 
I'm looking at the area like around the helmet, like around like the neck and then like going into the face. It does not look like the highest of, you know, of I don't want to say the highest of quality, but it's definitely like something does feel off about it. Like you said. No, it's not because uh, I mean, I um, I've spent many $080 on Japanese imports specifically um, specifically from the SH figure arts line. Other collectors will know I'm talking about. I mean, those to me are like little art pieces. This is like, eh. it, it really is. It's just it's in the helmet, and I think the chest the 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 chest apparatus looks off. Yeah, doesn't look as detailed. I mean, you could argue it should almost have lights, possibly. I don't know, or they should at least be clear plastic on the lights. Uh, this is the only image we got, but I, I've seen others after we posted this, Nick. And he does, I mean, obviously he gets other hands and stuff, and it looks like he's going to pose well. Uh, but just based on this shot, it, it definitely hasn't gone over well among collectors and toy photographers. Yeah, so, I mean, I know you're a, you're a fanatic, like you're a crazy person. So even if it, if this does oh, come I'll, out I'll $80 probably price. get it. I'll probably get it. Like, <laughs> let's not... Let's not be crazy, Nick. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably end up getting it. But uh, right now, these these proto shots aren't really uh, doing justice for the price tag, if anything else. I think that you guys in the toy photography community may be able to do this figure more justice than the photographers at Hasbro. I'll say more than likely, more than likely. Yeah, so I think that I'm looking at this shot now, and I'm like, you know, it looks okay. It doesn't look like it's worth $80, but, you know, give it to you. Give it to the guys at Exclu Exclusive uh, or Exclu Collective, and this this could look way better. Just give, them, just give you guys a day with it, and then come back, and then I look at it again, and it's a $150 figure in my eyes. But that's because you guys are professionals, basically. Like, you know well, how again, to... That's just you being too nice, but I mean, you never know. Like I said, th- this could be early prototype still. Uh, but to me, it's just really what, what puts me off the most is the helmet. Like, the, just the head in general just doesn't seem right. It almost looks tilted in a way. Like, if you look at, you know, if I'm it, looking at It could at be the thinking, lighting and the shadows and the highlights. I don't know, but... Yeah, it's it's definitely a little bit off. So, so something's wonky there. Um, so if you guys out there are interested in in toy collecting, I mean, you know, we spend a lot of time toy photography, toy collecting on this podcast in the beginning half. Take a look at this figure. We'll have the post linked in the uh, in the podcast post. Let us know what you think. Does you think this is worth eighty dollars? Would you pick this up if you already have a Vader figure? Do you think you need this to complete your collection? Uh, drop us a line. Let us know what you think because, you know, to me, I'm a dumbass. I look at this. I'm like, eighty dollars is a lot of money. I'm about to buy a house. I could probably buy some <laughs> nice shit with eighty dollars. Yeah, Nick's like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, like I that, just that, like that's like food money for the week. Yeah, exactly. Like I had Subway for dinner today, so like yeah. that was, <laughs> you know, that's where I am financially. Like I can't afford to drop $80 on this, but you people out there who are super into collecting photography, other things like that, let us know if you think that this particular piece is $80 worthy. We have one final section for one final piece for the fandom section, and then we move yeah, on to... Yeah, this is a quick one, though. I mean, yeah. 
not anything big. But then we have a lot of Episode 9 news, so stick around right after this. We jump into Episode 9. This last piece of the fandom section is just an announcement for Star Wars Celebration. Star Wars Celebration 2019 in Chicago, April 11th. I could be wrong. I think it's April 11th through 16th, something like that. Second week of April. There is a another premiere guest that's been announced, and that is none other than... The Emperor himself, Ian McDermott, will be uh, celebrating Star Wars Celebration with us this year in Chicago. So, Matt, you were there in 2015 or 17. 2017 was the last one, yeah. For TLJ. And he was there for that one, right? I think I remember seeing Um, videos of him there. I I can't remember, but irregardless, I think he'd be a great listen. I really do. I mean, because this is another guy like Daniel's. That's been around since the the early days. I mean, he played obviously a very key character in Jedi, one of my favorite characters in Jedi. Yeah, uh, really one of my favorite characters in Star Wars in general. I mean, he he's one character you could argue that technically wasn't even ruined by the prequels. No, because in like you can't. He was really... almost strengthened by the prequels, like the only character that was bolstered by the prequels. I mean, if we, if you listen to us talking about prequels when we go, when we go on our rant, sometimes oftentimes it ends up with us being like, you know, Palpatine, Darth Sidious has to be considered the most, no, no uh, exactly. you know, successful Sith yeah, of all time. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so we definitely. I'm a huge, huge Palpatine fan. By the oh, way, oh yeah, huge. Oh yeah, I mean Palp's my lead big, in big Swigo, time respect. So big time respect. And then also, I mean Ian McDermott. If you think about it in terms of Star Wars, you know how prolific somebody is in Star Wars movies. Oh, he, that's what I mean. I mean he's he's up there. I mean he's in the royalty conversation for uh, sure. Absolutely. I mean he's been in five Star Wars movies, and some people are like, oh five. What's that mean? Mark Hamill has only been in five Star Wars movies up to this point. Episode nine will be his sixth. So, and then that is including his inclusion in TFA, which was literally a 10 second shot of his face, not saying something like Palpatine, Ian McDermott. And honestly, Ian, Ian was only in four. I mean, they dubbed them into empire. Yeah. So that initially that was like some random dude with monkey eyes and I'm not fucking kidding. Yeah, so I'm not kidding. Like the original Emperor was some dude, and the eyes were, I believe, monkey eyes. They were. I can, I can specifically. It almost looked like Look a claymation it up, people. face. I'm not kidding. Yeah, like go back pre. This is pre reworks. This is pre pre special editions. Yeah, pre special editions. Like the the Emperor was that you see in the hologram on on the Star Destroyer in Episode Five was just some random ass like. Like Matt said, some random dude that they just kind of threw weird eyes on. It was very, you know, very odd, very off-putting yeah, to say the least. Totally. But um, you know, him being placed into Episode Five properly puts him as being featured in five movies. You have all three prequels, then you have Episode Five, Episode Six, um, which is you know more than most Star Wars actors. The only people who have more than him are. Uh, or character cameos who have more than him are Chewbacca, R2-D2, C-3PO, and then you also have Han and Leia who are both, or Leia who's at five uh, because of her inclusion in TFA and TLJ. We assume she's also going to be in episode nine to some degree. Oh, well, I mean, could you argue she's in Rogue One? 
You could actually, yeah, that's a good point. You could argue that the character, the character of Leia is in Rogue One, so she would be in six. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. And then the droids, obviously, R two C three PO have been in every single film. So uh, nobody's ever going to catch up to Anthony Daniels and how many Star Wars movies he's been in. It's just not possible. Well, they weren't in Solo, correct? They were not. So they, that's the only movie that they were removed from. But so I mean, it's Chew. No. Because Chewie didn't no. show up until um, Sith. Yeah, so Chewie was out of episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it's close. It's close. And no, the droids are—they're the Mac Daddies for sure. I mean, yeah. George is on record saying that the entire original trilogy was told through the eyes of the droids. Yeah. So really cool stuff. I'm definitely excited to to get some sort of, you know, visual or be able to hear Ian McDermott talk at Celebration. Um, Again, he's a fantastic actor even outside of Star Wars. And, you know, his portrayal of the Emperor in the prequels is probably the the soul-saving grace. And then, obviously, his work in Episode 6 was fantastic. Uh, Joining him will be puppeteer for BBA, Brian Herring. We actually called Brian out when he announced his rap on Episode 9 a few weeks ago. And then also, the (laughs) this is funny to, to position it this way, but the voice... Of salacious crumb, uh, Mark Dodson will, will also be there. <laughs> See, there you go. Matt is now the mo- the voice of salacious crumb because that's pretty much how he does it. Yeah, so it's gonna be that's that's a very cool inclusion as well. I'm sure Mark's done other things within the Star Wars voiceover community or on TV shows, animated shows as well. So um, he will be joining. Uh, Mr. Herring and Mr. McDermott at Star Wars Celebration as well. Countdown clock. Trust me, Nick. There's going to be plenty of Star Wars celebs there. Good luck listening to any of them. I know. (laughs) Unless you want to sit in line for hours. Yeah. So I'm I'm super excited to be there. Matt, this is going to this is old hat to you. It's almost like, oh, yeah, I'm going. No, I'm I'm excited for you, and obviously, I mean, my my kid's gonna be there, so I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that too. Yeah, Charlie's gonna have a time. So that's the last piece of the fandom news for you people that are going to Star Wars Celebration. Matt and I will be there. I don't know how you'll find us. us. We'll we'll look for you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Matt and I'll fucking mock up some Star Wars time T-shirts with the logo on it and see if anybody. Uh, I've actually been thinking about at least getting some hats done because I, I I. I used to have a great supplier for EB hats. I have a good style, good model hat. So, yeah, you could do that. And then if somebody or shirts, but yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, we'll we'll wear them around the convention center and see if anybody recognizes us. Even if one person comes up to us and be like, "Oh, I like you guys," you know, that would. If one person came up to me at Star Wars Celebration and noticed me based off of the Star Wars Time logo, I might pass out on the spot. Oh, it'd it'd be it would be like the best thing ever yeah it would be it honestly almost be as good as watching episode nine yeah i mean that would be just completely make our day so if you're there look for us if you're not there we will have coverage from the show floor as much as we can and then obviously we'll have our our post-mortem podcast where we go over all of the shit that we saw and all the things that we did so stick around all right matt are you ready Oh, I was gonna say, man, I'm I'm pumped. Let's do this, cause there's I'm looking at all my tabs. I mean, there's endless tabs of episode nine shit to talk about. Yeah, this is the 
the most packed episode. This is what, nine, dude, this is what we've been waiting for since essentially the last Jedi debuted in theaters. Yeah, this is exactly what we wanted. We have been waiting for the windfall of episode nine speculation, news, leaks, anything. And I have to say, JJ has run a tight ship. Like, if we think back to episode eight stuff, like Ryan was pretty liberal with the amount of you know set picks that he oh, shared. Dude, he was taking, I mean, on his own little janky camera, he was taking picks. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they were more artistic. He wasn't really showing shit. And and we also had a lot of set leaks there. I can remember like video from the set, like somebody outside of Acto taking video, you know, and stuff like that, and that leaking. Episode nine has had next to nothing. When it comes to set leaks, bro. And stuff. JJ opened a Twitter account on day one of principal, and then posted a second. I think maybe his third tweet on the last day of principal. Yeah. So I, I mean, mean that that's like that's how different it was. Yeah. So completely different experience. But we're gonna kick off our episode nine coverage with a simple a simple story from Dominic Moynihan Monahan. I don't know how you say his last name. He I love is this guy. I mean, he's fucking Mary. He's it's Mary. Mary. From Lord you guys of the Rings. know exactly who I'm talking about. Yes, you know who he is. Um, but he, he has come out and said, or wait, the, what was his name on lost? Charlie. I didn't watch lost. I know I'm an asshole. Oh, you're you probably too for young for that. Huh? I, it was right around my teen years. So I, I, I could have been watching it, but I well, no, it's probably like it's like I always told you with like some of the video games you love. I mean, I was more concerned with you know teen stuff. Yeah, and that's like, kind of you, you weren't concerned with. Oh man, I can't wait to see what's gonna happen on Lost next week. You're like, man, I wonder if I can see a girl naked or something like. That. Exactly. My yeah. my mental sphere was taken up by other things at this yeah, time. Yeah, I, I get it. It makes sense. But I have heard that there could be a reboot slash whatever. So I'll I'll probably watch that. Either way, it's like good. It's April's. from JJ and. All faith in JJ. That's, yeah. I mean, all hail JJ, honestly, at this point. And speaking of JJ, Dominic says that the only person who knows Star Wars Episode Nine's title is that man himself, JJ Abrams. Not even the cast. He says nobody I call, knows it. I mean, all right, I call bullshit. You don't think? You don't think he he let it, dude? He, there, there's no way. What do you think? Do you think they said, "Hey, Daisy, this is the title"? No, 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 no. I'm not. Even, I, I don't. I don't even care about the cast. I'm talking about the people that front the money. I'm talking about the other guy that wrote the fucking story with him. Terrio. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll say that. I'll say Terrio probably knows it. If anybody, I mean, come on. If anything, Bob Iger probably knows it. I don't. Kathleen Kennedy probably knows it. That's what I mean. I mean, I don't know. I just. Doesn't need to be that secret. I could see maybe with on the set and the cast, sure, it should be secret. But I just have a hard time believing that. I mean, you got to think of it. What is a movie title? The movie title itself is marketing. Yeah, it's everything. I mean, it's gonna become its name for the rest of time. Yeah, I mean, unless it's I mean, like Revenge of the Jedi, and then George changes it in three weeks. Before yeah, the movie you know, right, right before it rolls out, but. <laughs> I mean, look, look at how we reference the movies now. We reference them by their names, not their numbers. Exactly. So, I, I, yeah, I definitely agree with you that there are other people who know this title. But it wouldn't, it would not surprise me if JJ did not tell even the stars of this movie. Oh, what the of title course. Was. And I believe, uh, even in the documentary on TLJ, that Ryan only told uh, Mark. Yeah. 
Like, or Mark was the first person Ryan told what, so, the, what the title was going to be. I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, the title has no bearing on how these actors do their job and, no, yeah, and go mean, and play their roles. It, it, the t- it, that's shit for us. That, that's yeah. like fan nonsense. Yeah. So, but it is interesting to hear him put it that way that, like, apparently it was so locked down on the set that that he even he thought that like nobody knows except jj so well think about i mean how relevant are star wars titles they're very relevant they They are essentially explain the movie yeah and like i was talking every fucking star wars movie title sums up the goddamn film yeah I, i was talking to somebody at at work today and he was like man you know i was He's he listens to the podcast. Shout out to Marshall, and um, he was saying like, I really do think that you know these these new movies uh, really have the strongest subtitles. He specifically called out The Force Awakens, and I gotta agree. Like TFA, The Force Awakens is a fantastic subtitle to that film, and it is perfectly it it fits perfectly in line with. Uh, the plot line, what happens in the plot, and then the overall... I mean, like, The Force Awakens is something that is an overarching theme throughout this entire new trilogy. So, I mean, mean, you're right. fucking Snoke says, have you felt it? There's been an awakening. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, it's it's a perfect subtitle. And, again, like, TLJ, The Last Jedi, at the end of that movie... Right, it it was like almost a double entendre. I mean... It was Luke, but then it wasn't. Yeah, and and Luke himself calls it out at the end to Kylo. Right. He says, "I am not the last Jedi." I mean, these, like you said, these titles have significant meaning, and having them leak out early could—I don't want to say—could have you know an, an effect on people's perception of the plot or, or give something away. But I mean, it is like a, a Star Wars title reveal is almost as big as another movie's first trailer well that's why we all laughed at the solo reveal because we're all like oh what's it gonna be and then it ends up being solo yeah it's solo and we saw that like fucking what's his name (laughs) woody harrelson posted a shirt photo like five months before the title reveal and it was just solo (laughs) like we're like okay working title star wars story all right it's like all right well that's what you went with but yeah so apparently the the episode nine title is locked the hell down even people on set didn't know it so let's move on to our next piece and (laughs) this guy anthony daniels has become i I don't know i mean is this guy losing his mind or what he could be i mean he's become a very interesting follow on twitter ever since he's wrapped up uh photography on episode nine and basically we talked about this last week like daniels has gone on to this weird cryptic tweeting you know, binge like he he tweets out these these odd things. Something is coming from the beyond, and I can't make it out. It's fading. What does this mean? Who is this? He you know all of this different kind of stuff. And this week, about two two three days ago, he took to Twitter again and sent us a message from the beyond. And this is what it reads. And then just imagine if you're not looking at this. There's a there's a ton of ellipses in here. It's like every two words, there's an ellipses. So it says signals faint, but now more bright stars because Paleo, and this is all capitalized, P-A-L-E-I-O, fading, the letter N, capital, fading, 
could only be the pa pa to the answer fading have to update system will this never end robot error should read reboot pal is your only huh fading no it's such nonsense it's such nonsense um but you know i looked in the comments and there were people like me trying to decipher like what the fuck is going on here i'm like the only word that i recognized in here that is not something that's easily accessible was paleo so this word p-a-l-e-i-o i was like what the hell is that it's the only thing that i don't really recognize here so I looked in, in the comments and other people had translated it or tried to translate it based off of different languages. So I did the same thing. I punched in P-A-L-E-I-O to Google Translate. Oh, and this, this is guy. this is what Google tells me. Google tells me that Paleo is Google a, told you to go fuck yourself, right? Google was very confused at first. <laughs> I had to like clean it up a little bit. But essentially, Paleo is a Hawaiian word that means drum roll balance so uh, balance wow, look at you dude this is something you, sh- you should have came out with like a little rant video like on this type of investigation i know i should have done something like that but i was like when i was typing this up i was like at, i was at work and i was like i gotta get it out quickly i saw I mean, yeah because fading and fading could be on the path to the answer fading have to update system will this never end Robot air. I mean, obviously, I, I assume he's playing C three PO or something. Yeah, I mean, once the robot error comes in, reboot. Reboot. Pal is your only hope. Fading. Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something. So, this this word though, Paleo balance. Like you know, the the rumored title to episode nine that we talked about last week was Balance of the Force and. You know, since the prequels had come out and then even into this new uh, sequel trilogy, balance has been a very key focus. You know, balance of the force. What is balance of the force? How does it get balanced? So now this is again, this is just feeding more into this this idea of somehow can the force be balanced in episode nine somehow? Um, is there is this a, another hint at a title? Um but overall, another fucking just off the wall, crazy, almost seems like, you know, uh, like hallucinogenic type of tweet from Anthony Daniels. No, yeah, I mean, I envision him hanging out over in London or something eating mushrooms. Yeah, and just like tweeting. Like he, he eats mushrooms and then he gets like a revelation and he just tweets. And yeah, it's I mean, because this guy clearly thinks he is C-3PO in real life. I mean, at this point... Is he not like if I was? Oh, dude! Well, I mean, <laughs> wait till you see him in celebration. I guarantee he's probably wearing his gold sequin jacket. Oh man, that's just too good. That's just I love too him. Good. I mean, I love him. I'm telling you, the Star Wars Celebration too. We snuck in the event, had like first row. He walked up, was talking to me. I'll never forget it. I was like, no, I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> and he was like kind of caught off guard, but it was great because I mean, he just. Yeah, I love all these people, man. I mean, every every one of them involved in the originals, even some of the prequels. I mean, I appreciate every one of them. Yeah, 
Star Wars actors are the best. So if you want to continue, but I'm not going to pay money to get their fucking autographs and shit like that. No, I won't do that. I mean, I know that that's how some of them make their living, like on the con circuit and stuff. And, but... and by all means, people that get them have at it. I'm not shitting on that type of collectible because I have my own. But I just, I don't know. I don't like spending money for that. Or it's really just the lines and stuff. I mean, you actually have to pretty much pre-register to even pay to get an autograph you have to because they sent us you know they sent the celebration attendees an email yeah. saying like hey this is you know what I mean. take your opportunity to sign up now for your autograph for the autograph lines because they're going to be insane um so yeah if you guys out there on twitter go give anthony daniels a follow his handle is at a daniels 3po um he's been putting out these types of you know tweets rants anything like that for a little bit now um so yeah give him a follow see if you can decipher anything that this guy's saying on twitter because we're we're definitely struggling over here at starwarstime.net but we try to pick out some nuggets here and there if we can um next up matt you you found this when you dug this one up and I thought this was very interesting. This is about Lando Calrissian, Billy D. Williams himself, and, and like what exactly we may see from him in Episode Nine. Well, I, I mean, honestly, isn't this kind of what you and I have been speculating all along, though, Nick? And and that's the fact that Billy D. is probably, well, at least that Lando is probably going to be more of a mission giver than like a main player. And, and that's kind of what uh, making Star Wars is bringing to us these days is that they they essentially summed it up that the Lando in Episode Nine is going to be more of a Maz Kanata than a Luke Han or Leia in this new trilogy. Yeah, I mean, as soon as we heard that Billy D was coming back, just purely based off of his age, we figured that he was not going to play a very physical role. I mean, if you look at Harrison Ford in TFA, like he played a, a very physical role in that movie. Like he was running around a lot, fighting, shooting. I mean, just think about the the fights that he had at Maz Kanata's castle, and then even on the the freighter that he had initially had before regaining access to the Falcon. I mean, that was a lot of physical running around and stuff like Billy is definitely not in the type of shape that Harrison's and he's also significantly older. Um, so we knew that it probably wasn't going to be something like that. Uh, so to hear from MSW that he's likely going to play a role similar to Maz Kanata is not very surprising, but I do want to see like, is he going to be able to provide like military forces? I want to see where this guy is. Like, what is he doing? Does he own his own planet now? Because I think he could. Um, I dude, I mean, like pure fandom, I'd love to see him back on Bespin. To be honest with you. Oh shit! Yeah, that would be dope. right. I mean, why? Let, let's not reinvent the wheel with Lando. I mean, I would love to see him reclaim his shit. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good I call mean, out. Bespin, you have to consider is one of the more iconic planets. I mean. The fact that George felt the need to include it during the re-edited special edition shit of Jedi during the celebration. I mean, that just goes to show you how important he considered the, the, that location to be. So I would love for them to have to, like, Bespin still be around or whatever 
variation of it is now, you know, 30, 40 years past. So do you think that the link up to Lando could be done through Leia before she dies? Because who else would know Lando? I mean, obviously a ton of people would because he was a, a general in the fucking rebellion and obviously is a pretty famous smuggler slash scoundrel. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're I think that'd be the ideal method without a doubt. I mean, off the top of my head. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd prefer Leia, uh, excuse me, to be the one to reach out. But I I, I just trust these people to figure that type of shit out. Yeah. To make it feel natural. I mean, really haven't let me down yet with this this trilogy. I mean, I know some people feel let down, but I haven't felt let down. So fuck it. Yeah. I, yeah. What, what I want to see is one. And we're, we're actually going to talk a little bit about this in, in short order. But um, one, I want to see what is Lando rocking style wise. And I want to see where he, he is now in the galaxy. Because before, well, like dude, said, yeah, like you said, we're going to be talking about style. And I think we already know what that style is going to be. Yeah. I mean, one guaranteed cape. Lando does not go anywhere without his cape. It's even better than that, but we'll, we'll save it for the concept art stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that they made this design choice. I, I think it's fantastic. Just, all right. So, Lando, going to be more of a Maz Kanata-type character in Episode Nine, at least according to MSW. And then we teased an upcoming segment. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about a possible teaser trailer incoming and this comes from a a uh, star wars fan website called fantha tracks and it's a uk based website and apparently they have some knowledge that major uk cinema chain has received i mean this is still probably bullshit but i love i love you know why not yeah i mean, I mean it could be bullshit. It could totally be bullshit. But according to them, a major UK cinema chain has received a package from Disney called, here it is, TT1SW9. And wow, if you, what could that mean, man? What, what do you could think that means? I mean, do they have any other, does Disney have any other movies coming out that have SW9 in the title? Even TT1 is, this yeah. makes, it's almost too perfect, teaser For, trailer one. I know, like, I mean, oh, like, yeah. really, we could have wrote this and just completely lied, but if, you th- if, if you're sitting here like, what are, what are all these letters and numbers mean? TT1, teaser trailer one, SW9, I mean, Star Wars like 9. It's not like R2-D2. Yeah, like, so that is... The, the rumor here, and they said that it is currently encrypted with a KDM key delivery message key, so not even they can see it until Disney sends them the correct key to unlock it. Um, basically, what they're saying is red alert, teaser trailer incoming based off of this drop. So, I mean, Matt, like you were saying, do you think that there is any sort of like legitimacy to this? <sighs> I, I just, I mean, dude, they just wrapped principal. I know I'm spoiling our one of our last things, <laughs> our last thing. So I don't know. I just, I don't think JJ's been remotely thinking about a trailer. Not that the directors cut the trailers. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not an idiot. 
I know the directors aren't the ones that release the trailers. I mean, they, they may have some input, but... And, of course, they could still cook up a trailer based on the footage they've been shooting since whatever, August. I just think at this point, right, man, we're halfway through February. You know, we're, what, two months away now from Celebration? Yep. I... I'm st- I'm still gonna I'm I'm gonna just go out there. It, they're still saving the first at least video teaser, whatever you want to call it, for a celebration. I do think we're gonna get the title before celebration. Yeah, I think I, the title is imminent. I really do think the title, if anything, is gonna hit before April. Yeah, I, I'm not. No, no, excuse me. That like that's a big fucking <laughs> prediction before March. Sorry. I mean, here's the thing. Title the title drop is easy to do. I mean, you don't have to have some sort of big reveal like you would for a teaser trailer. Like teaser trailer, you need to take up TV time on, you know, it's Disney, so they'll probably do it on Good Morning America or any of the of the morning shows that they own. And, you know, you have to have, you know, take up a significant chunk of time on that show to talk about it. With a title drop, all you have to do is one post on social media and that's it and then you get all of the explosion buzz anything you could say immediately do you remember how do you remember how they did the uh one for jedi or tlj was a was a poster with it too or was it just words i think it was so if i remember if i'm remembering correctly for tlj i think it was like a short video where it was actually like it showed the Star Wars red letters, and then like the TLJ, like the the Last Jedi, like flipped in the middle up. I think that's how they did it. I could be wrong. Well, it was I do remember like the Star Wars was red, and that kind of got people all excited. Yeah, exactly. But we did. I don't. I don't think we got a poster. Like the only poster that we got was like this. You know, the the stars in the background and stuff like that. But we didn't get the official, like the first official uh, TLJ poster with it, from my memory. So it was it was literally just like a straight trailer draw or uh, title reveal. So, but yeah, I mean, we've talked about this for a long time. Like we've talked about the title reveal or the trailer. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you, sir. Sorry. But, <laughs> I should mute that shit, but we're not professionals here. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're not quick on the switches. Nah, but fuck that. I don't have like a dump button or anything. Yeah. So, what we're basically i'm i'm with you like what we're trying what we're most convinced of here is that we're gonna get the first teaser the first video evidence of episode nine at celebration because why wouldn't you i mean you want to have a massive reveal at celebration and what's better than giving you the first visual footage of this film and you know that's obviously some people may not be happy about that because you know they want to they want to experience it the same way everybody else does, but you know, they're they're gonna they're gonna give a little bit of extra love to the people who pay to be at their their convention. So excited to be there, excited to see it if it does drop. And then, in terms of this, you know, this teaser or this uh, this rumored teaser, I so I would say that's probably bullshit, but we'll see. And then, and also, like the fact that he said that they sent it to a theater chain is also one of the things that I that really doesn't sell it to me. Because why would a theater chain need the teaser? They're not going to put it in front of a movie, right? You don't think they would do that for the first? Oh yeah, teaser. of course. Oh yeah. Yeah, like 
When's no, no. The- I mean, the, the the first Star Wars trailer eventually. I mean, these days we're you know obviously with YouTube and this that and the other thing, the internet in general and streaming, they, they do dump trailers there, but the, it'll also play in front of movies. There's no doubt. Yeah. The yeah. the first Star Wars trailer will be attached to movies. Yeah, the first the first trailer. Yeah, for sure. No, but- even this teaser will. That's what I'm saying. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. No, I I 100. percent I mean, even the the TFA one with, you know, Finn popping up with the armor on played in front of movies. That's true. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, about there's that. no way. I mean, <laughs> you got to remember, there's people like me that used to buy tickets just to go watch Star Wars trailers. Yeah. When that's the true. internet, <laughs> when there was no YouTube and shit. So. Yeah. There was no proliferation of. And, and it, it on, still, it know. surprises me. And again, it's just because I'm in such a bubble and the way I live online. There are people that honestly do like watching 20 minutes worth of fucking trailers before a movie at a movie theater. I mean, I could do without it. I like I'm in. No, I hate it. Trailers. I hate it because I'm someone that literally sees the trailers as they come in online through Hootsuite or whatever. Yeah. For you, but there, it's are, torture. There, there are people out there that aren't like me that <laughs> don't you know consume their lives with fucking pop culture shit. <laughs> yeah. Like even I don't watch every trailer like i barely watch it like i watch trailers for marvel movies star wars movies and then like other comic book slash geekosphere stuff but like er everything else i don't really give a shit about but yeah i mean i think i'm with you though i think we get title reveal first and then we get first trailer drop but you know what do we know we're just two fucking fanboys sitting in our rooms talking about star wars well we'll leave the professional you know the the marketing and all of that stuff to the the people over at disney and lucasfilm but we will say that they're wrong when they're wrong like with solo they were wrong all right we got two more pieces of news and this one matt you were this one bummed me out because i feel like our last cast we had a good cast it was a little light in terms of how long we usually go, and this would have been perfect. And that's because, Nick, I mean, this thing, I don't know if it dropped as we were casting, uh, but basically I threw it up last Saturday. And I don't typically like to do these types of posts on the weekend. I like to somewhat peel back from the, the, the fake Internet life. But when this thing dropped, and what we're talking about is it, it was the first legitimate episode nine concept art leak like big time leak and it's still up there i mean i I thought honestly i was putting disclaimers in the post in the video that may get pulled uh, but clearly luke's film doesn't give a shit but i'm still running with it this is as legit as it fucking gets i mean based on uh, jj's picture today which is still going to be our end cap i already know it's legit based on h and k so anyways nick on Reddit, someone posted a, essentially a um, a series of, I forget, like 15 or 16 shots. Yeah. That are legit. They're basically, I mean, people have seen it before where, you know, if you're on a movie like a Star Wars, they'll do like a photo shoot. They'll just have a drab background behind you. They'll put you in your costumes and they'll shoot you. And, you know, sometimes they'll do cardboard cutouts out of it. Or, you know, fatheads, whatever. Uh, and that's essentially what this leak is. So it shows a lot of characters. And, and some of them are just random aliens, whatever. Nick and I aren't going to spend time on that. 
but we get some shots of some pretty key characters. I mean, new characters as well as the OGs that are well worth diving into. Yeah, so if I'm just going to rattle off some letters here, and then, Matt, you'll know what I'm talking about. I think the big ones here are C, E, H, J, K, O. Those are the ones that I think are the really big ones. And like you said, those are the the ones that reveal to you these new characters, new looks, anything like that. So if we kick it off with C, last week there was we talked about speculation on who Richard E. Grant's character was going to be. There was still speculation that he could be Thrawn. Now through this leak, we can see Richard E. Grant's character is a first order officer. We see him in full first order regalia Full black outfit, black gloves, black shoes, and I mean... Yeah, I, so let, let's kind of take this. That you gave the spoiler uh, alert, right, or no? Oh, well, spoilers. Yeah, I mean, I think we did. We gave a spoiler right, alert whatever. saying... Who gives a shit? Yeah, if yeah. you didn't figure it out as we're sitting here saying, oh, there's been a leak, this, that, and the other thing, that's your fault. I'm yeah. not going to take blame for that. But yeah, so if we go back to a few casts ago where we kind of dissected a Richard Grant interview where he's like, well, I can't really tell anyone who I am, but I feel like if I told people, I don't even know if they would recognize me. And just the terms you were using led us to believe that he was referring to, if you were kind of in the know of Star Wars and you heard his name, you may recognize him. But now we see him, he's definitely First Order. So do you think that applies still? I mean, do you think... He could know. be like Hux's father, possibly. I mean, because that's something that we've we've talked about a little bit is that Hux was basically in the position that he was in because his family was connected. Either his family was military, or his family is somehow highly connected to the First Order. Um, but looking at him, I think you're right. Like it's hard to to pin him down until we hear the name of his character. I think it's highly unlikely that we can figure out who he is from this leak alone. Because like I said, he looks like a pretty standard First Order officer. Um, so yeah, I don't think that we can safely say like, oh my god, this guy is X person now, now, now that we see this photo. I mean, it would be interesting if, if it comes to to pass that he is, you know, Hux's father or he's fucking, uh, you know... Grand Moff Tarkin's son or something like that you know it would well, be that, honestly that I mean that's that's kind of a good call right there I mean if he was a Tarkin that'd be pretty fucking neat yeah I I'm think I'm not gonna would. lie I, I'd take that and then you know it kind of fits along with what he was saying like I don't know even if I said it I don't know if people would know who I am like would they recognize me they wouldn't recognize the character but they would recognize the name you know if he said that he was I mean uh Tarkin's first name was Wolfric. It was Grand Grand Moff Wolfric Tarkin, I believe so, and or something similar to that. Uh, if he comes out and he's Tarkin's son, that would be very interesting. Be a very cool tie back to the original trilogy, but I don't think it would be like a like a oh my god like it wouldn't be one of those fucking blow me out of the water moments like we were kind of speculating that it could be. Yeah, I mean, who knows. I, I know this shit's legit, though, so I'm, I'm not, like, saying these images aren't legit. I just, we don't really know exactly who he is 
outside of he's definitely on the on the fo team for sure so yeah. the next one of interest obviously is e right i mean that's that's who dominic monahan's playing mary from lord of the rings and he's going to be a resistance officer so i mean it's kind of funny how two of the new people are you know we got fo officer and now resistance officer yeah yeah and they're two recognizable names and it's two people well, one person in Monaghan that we know that JJ's worked with previously. I don't know if Richard E. Grant has worked with JJ in the past, but um, yeah. So you're building out the infrastructure of the military organizations for each of these factions here a little bit. I am really interested to see because Dominic Monaghan is a very good actor. He looks like a resistance guy, though. I mean, he even does. in that get up there, I mean, he looks just like a hobo. He does. You know, he's wearing very you know, brown, like, you know, kind of like tree trunk brown pants. He's got like a tan shirt on, beard. I mean, he's definitely, he matches the garb of the of the uh, resistance for sure. I, I really do hope that he plays a significant role in this movie, almost more so than was played by Benicio Del Toro as DJ in Oh, for sure, eight. yeah, yeah. Hopefully gets a little more billing than DJ. Yeah, I mean, DJ. Yeah, stuttering DJ who didn't even have a real character name. But, yeah. Next up, the big one to me. Yeah, the big one, letter H, and this is a full new outfit reveal for Ray. And this is a completely white outfit with just a brown belt and then if you also look closely the the image is a little blurry um but you can see she has uh forearm wraps almost all the way up to her elbow crease on her right arm with a with a leather brown band right below her shoulder on her right arm and then on her left arm she has a a wrist wrap some sort of leather wrist wrap Again, with the the white bandages going al- almost all the way up to the elbow. And then she's also wearing like some tan boots. But it's definitely a different, it's a departure from what she was wearing. Even it, in it, dude, eight. it's funky as hell. I mean, it's badass. It's, it's, it's very uh, Bruce Lee. Like, I mean, she almost seems more like a martial artist than a Jedi. Yeah, for sure. Cause you know you- what I mean? I mean, it, there are Jedi elements. I mean... She's got a belt. She's definitely got like half a tunic hanging, but that's just Ray style in general. Like Ray has always had, outside of her resistance outfit, has always had like some form of hanging cloth. Yeah, yeah. And she always has some form of forearm wraps or wrist wraps. Now she's got a bicep wrap. But it's very plain Jane, right? I mean, it, it's it's almost like a, um, a a karate, what they call him, gi. Yeah, it is. It is very similar to some sort of like martial arts style of clothing, like you said. It it allows for a lot more freedom of movement if you think about it, like practically. You know, Jedi. Well, it's kind of badass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's unlike anything that we've seen. Even it's very righteous of anything else, right? I mean. To me, she's almost like a an like angel, a Jesus Jedi. Yeah, yeah like, like an angel Jedi. Yeah, I mean, just the pure I love the, her, the white, like the pure white cloth that she's wearing. Okay, um, just yeah, top notch, top notch here. And like Matt said, you know, for a little tease towards the end, we have this this outfit 
confirmed via a an image. Oh, yeah. So I mean, that, that just like I said, that just makes all this stuff legit. Yeah. So next up to me. Yeah, next three are all worth yeah are that. are very similar. So we'll we'll lump I and J together. I is a full body shot of Kylo Ren hooded again. I but like he's, it. it's my favorite Kylo to date. Yes, I mean it looks fantastic. It's it's it's, fan, it's the best. I mean it's it's a it's literally a hybrid of Kylo one and two. Yeah, because exactly. you get the hood back from one, and you get the cloak from two. And it becomes one, so it is more like it's very similar to Luke's, Luke's get up in Jedi. Yeah, yeah, dark colors, uh, not, all not black. identical, but very same. It, it's it's a more of a hooded, hooded cloaked in a robe, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a really good way to put it. And but I think the key feature here in I, but is also zoomed in on in J. Oh well, yeah, better than J. Yeah, is the the mask that's paid off i mean that, that's a rumor now again that's just why making star wars owns because they're usually never wrong so. yeah i mean and it paid off perfectly because even in the making star wars article they mentioned that his helmet would be pieced back together with some sort of red filling and it's right. exactly that like if you look at the close-up shot in jay the helmet, his yeah. his helmet. Motherfucker that he literally just glues the shit back together with like some sort of some sort of like dark side glue. Yeah, like red dark force energy yeah. glue or something like dark that. It almost looks like jizz. there's fucking. It almost looks like magma is like in yeah. the fucking helmet. Magma, magma, magma. hot magma, magma. But yeah, I mean, shit looks good. I am, like I said before. I maintain, well, I won't say I maintain, my favorite character in this new trilogy is Kylo, by far. Yeah. I love Rey. Kylo's my favorite I know, character. I, I'm torn, man. I am, I, like, the more I've watched him with my little girl, I just, I think I'm a Rey Homer. Yeah, I and can I've see I've always it. been, I mean, it just, it just goes back to that fucking wood scenes in TFA. I can't get over that. I mean, that to me is one of the most... It, it, it's it's up there with the Return of the Jedi throne room fight to me in yeah. terms of emotional uh, just distress that it, that it gives me. Oh, yeah, dude. I cry Like, I teared up when I saw that in the theaters multiple times. Like, the oh, first yeah, time I, I mean, saw it. I, like, I still do now. It's just it's one of those things where they perfectly match the music memory because they weave in Luke's theme with the fact that she's calls that shit Oh, it's beautiful. It is. It's it's one of the best scenes in Star oh, Wars yeah. history. It's, it's it's quite frankly, it may be a top five Star Wars scene, if yeah. not top three to me. Easily, easily. Um, so that's H I and J covering Kylo and Ray. Right. K. Now we have Indiana Poe. Indiana Poe. Yeah, we called the actually like this is a shot. We haven't seen this exact shot, but we have seen a, a variation or a, a similar costume in a previous set. Yeah, pick. one of the initial leaks before things really tighten up. I mean, exactly. He's that. I mean, he looks. He's very fucking Nathan chill. Drake, I mean, adventurous. Yeah. No, you're right. You're. That's even better than Indiana Jones. I mean, this is 100 percent Oscar Drake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like he's even got like the neck scarf. Oh yeah. That that Nathan wears in the games. If you've never played Uncharted. On, uh, yeah, so I mean, th- I think this implies that 
Poe ain't going to be much of a flyboy in this movie. Yeah, he's going to be on the ground doing Looks some... Looks like he's going to be adventuring, and I'm hoping it's going to be with Finn Dog. Yeah, yeah, because that one initial leak did show those two characters together. They showed Finn and Poe together, so... Um, but yeah, like uh, you said it, Oscar Drake is basically what we're seeing in this picture. So, he's And, and this, again, a, is confirmed in what we're going to talk about here after this segment. Exactly. So, so basically, a breakdown of the photo is he's wearing a bandolier of some sort, no ammunition from what we can see on it almost looks almost like a survival sash he's wearing a a neck scarf similar to what you would see nathan drake wearing. Uh, dude, you, you don't have to break it down it's literally it's nathan drake from the uncharted video game city yeah just, they- just look at it <laughs> there there's 100 percent live action uncharted yeah so just google nathan drake and that's exactly i mean that's not to po mention Dameron. that oscar isaac looks like nathan drake to start with like yeah. if you dress no, him up it's, right 100 percent legit this I mean, may it, be like a pre-casting attempt for for oscar he may go right out of this directly into an uncharted movie i mean honestly i i don't even think poe dameron's gonna be in episode nine i think this is just literally nathan drake yeah after seeing this i'm convinced that like they're gonna they're I mean, gonna do retired like retired from video games and is just gonna show up in episode nine as a real person every character so if you think about the names of characters here we don't know ray's real name we don't know finn's real name and then poe is just gonna turn out to be nathan drake everybody's yeah. name's gonna change in the last movie yeah poe dameron has been his spy name He's, yeah from sony and he's literally nathan drake <laughs> um, all right dude so i mean honestly the last one here is the one we, we we teased earlier and honestly it's the best one and that's O. yeah oh and oh for lando baby we get a full body shot of billy d williams in costume and what and you, what's he fucking wearing? He's popping the cape, baby. Of course he's got a Not cape. Not even the cape. Dude, he's the, wearing Lando's outfit from, from fucking from Solo. Solo. Yes, the yellow undershirt. Whatever that, you call it. I love that they did that. I mean, I love I mean, it's such a it's such an obvious overture the Solo, but that's what I like. I mean, they're like, "Yo, fucking put him back in the most recent outfit that people are going to remember." People were probably heavily expecting blue here. They're like, oh, of yeah. Of course. Blue. From- but I love, I mean, dude, I love that they're like, yo, fuck it. Just mirror what Gambino just whipped in Solo. And it, because yeah. that's fresh. That's in everyone's mind. That's going to make give the biggest pop as it's giving with me right now. I love it. Yeah, the yellow is—it's so standout too, because the cape itself is like a like a dark brown, and then you just see the pop of yellow right on his chest. Oh, and he looks so Billy D too, doesn't he? He, he looks, does. Even though all these are all skewed up and fucked up looking, even he just looks like Billy. Yeah, I mean, I can't. He I looks so happy wait. to be fucking Lando again. I know, man. I can't wait to see this movie, and I mean Lando in particular because. He was such a fantastic character that was so different than everybody else in the original trilogy. I mean, you had Luke, Han, Leia. They all had their own personalities, but they I were mean, all... Han was shady, but Lando was really fucking shady. Yeah, but like he Lando... still ended up be he'd still end up doing the right thing. Lando was also he was just so smooth and debonair and like hitting on Han's woman as soon as they got to Bespin. I mean, like he was such a different character and you know, we we got that paid off again in Solo with um, 
with Childish Gambino, with Donald Glover playing Lando. I think he did a fantastic job. I am so excited to see the man himself pick up the cape, pick up the yellow shirt, and really just fucking jump back into that person again. So, no, I, um, I, was, I mean, honestly, when I saw this, obviously when I saw, I mean, I was instantly drawn to Ray, Kylo, and Poe. Yeah. Not going to lie, but... When I saw the the Lando and the yellow, I was like, "Man, that is clever! I love that decision. Love yeah. it." Yeah, it's just again top notch fucking work by the the costume designers and everybody over at Lucasfilm. It's, and Disney. Yeah, it's perfect choice. Perfect yeah. choice. All right, man. So I mean, that that we kind of everything else was alien based. I mean, who knows? Some could be the key to winning this big conflict, but I don't really give a shit about the aliens. Yeah, go check it out. We have the post up on StarWarsTime.net. We'll have it linked in the in the post for the podcast as well. So if you want to go look at all of the other images in there, there are some good ones. We have one that's a resistance, you know, fighter. We have a bunch of aliens, like Matt said. So go check them out. All right, Matt. Last topic of the day, and this one is a tugs on the heartstrings, man. I don't know if you read my article. It was funny because like, um. J.J. Abrams tweeted out that principal photography has wrapped for Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, I'm at work. I see it. I immediately post it in uh. Matt and I Slack channel. And both of us wrote up articles at the same time. <laughs> like both, assholes. Yeah. We're, bo- we're both it's like. It's called asshole management. <laughs> so we both wrote them up and we both posted them up. And the thing that that made mine win the day is that with the better imagery yeah with the tweet jj posted up a a beautiful image fantastic of of i love i mean honestly i would hang this up in my house yeah i mean this is just such a and they're not even like being star wars they're just being their real people and i still creepily hang it up yeah and it's like i wish these people were in my family it's a it's an image of daisy (laughs) John and Poe just all wrapped in an embrace together. And the the look, particularly on Oscar, I mean, I said Ray, John, and Poe. Ray, John, and uh, Ray. Daisy, John, and Oscar. <laughs> God. <laughs> Can't even get the names real right. Real life, buddy. They, these are real people. These are real people, yes. But, yes, Daisy, John, and Oscar. And the Love look it. on Oscar's face just kind of says it, it all. so sad. He does like John's he, like all like pimp and stoic Daisy. You can't really I almost feel like they're purposely face. hiding her face. Yeah. But Oscar, it just looks like there's just pure emotion on his face when yeah, he's wrapped. Yeah, I mean, Finn sporting like a vest. Yeah. I mean, look at you can see Ray's hair like a new race like full on in the exact costume we just talked about. Yeah. that With the wrist wraps. And, and, and so is so is Poe. Yep. I mean, and, and they again. I mean, rumors we speculated on many casts ago. I mean, Finn definitely has like almost a Antonio Brown dread style haircut now. Yep. I mean, what, what do you think about this location? Is this a desert, a beach? I mean, it definitely looks like a desert because you can look. It almost looks like it's Tatooine or something. Because if you look off to the right, there is some sort of like tank, like it could be like a like a moisture. Do you think this is last shot? I think this is last shot. But and I don't again, think that with this the full is... understanding that 
even though if this might have been the last shot of principal it could be the first shot of the movie exactly that's what i was gonna say yeah i think this is the last shot of the movie i don't yeah that's what i mean do you think this is like immediately after he said all right cut that's a wrap on principal woohoo yeah here's you know daisy john and oscar everyone give them a round of applause yeah i think that this is it i think this. i've watched a lot of behind the scenes by the way But yeah, I mean, the the location, like you said, it's desert. You can see a mountain off in the background. Almost does. like mountain this... looks like Diamond Head from fucking Waikiki. I'm telling you right now. Okay. But okay. but it's not. It's definitely not. Yeah. There'd literally be a hotel right next to it. <laughs> I, I mean, like, for some reason, this just screams Tatooine to me. Like, I see that mountain in the background, and we know that, like, there are, you know, mountainous well, areas. Doubt. And that's where uh, the sand people... Ambush Luke and 3PO. It's where yeah. R2 got zapped by the Hwahwas. And we meet Obi-Wan Kenobi for the first time. I don't know, man. I, I, just, I wish I was in the middle of this hug. That's all I can think about right now. I know, right? Like, like I, I wouldn't care where. I, I'd be in between Oscar and John or John and Daisy. I just want to be in this hug. Yeah, 100%. Or like hanging on one of their backs, something. So along with the image, this is JJ's words. Um he sent it out at 1.47 p.m. today, uh, October, February 15th. It feels impossible, but today, wrapped photography on episode 9. There is no adequate way to thank this truly magical crew and cast. I am forever indebted to you all. Um, and then shortly after that... I think Boyega's is even better, because, I mean, it, literally, if you think about this, I mean, J.J. really did essentially set up john and daisy for life i mean oscar he was pretty well on his way before this yeah uh but i mean uh, daisy more than anyone but i mean john i mean he had only done i think one feature yeah there's one i still haven't seen i mean attack the block i heard somewhat decent but but yeah and i mean yeah i mean go ahead and read john's but i I just i love this yeah very heartfelt same same image from John, and it's literally 20 minutes later. That's a wrap on Star Wars Episode Nine, and the end to a chapter of my life that I couldn't be more thankful it's the greatest for. Greatest thing ever. I mean, think about what this this guy got. Yeah, I mean, he's a main Star Wars character. I mean, he is forever. If regardless of what happens with his career, and I think he'll be fine. I mean, I think he's gonna just be like Harrison. Yeah, but forever he's gonna have this yeah he'll be finn like his, his this is his legacy i mean he will go down in history not that i think we have much human history left because <laughs> i think we're we're on the verge of within the next 50 100 years just fucking all this up but either way he, he will forever be known as this fictional character yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean it's nuts like what the what these people get from this it's if you want to see about the staying power just look no further than mark hamill himself i mean well, bro you just said that the guy for the guy that voices salacious crumb is going somewhere yeah i like mean he, that's <laughs> what we're talking about yeah okay the, so multiply that by a thousand that's what you get if you're a lead yeah and that's that's boyega so he continues in his tweet he says what a process it really has been a joy to be in these movies surrounded by amazing people. JJ, thank you for making my dreams come true. Yep. 
And that, I, I mean, because he was a Star Wars fan. And I mean, I just, being a huge Star Wars fan myself, I couldn't imagine what this would be like the, these past, what, five, six years of his life to be plucked up and to become a main Star Wars character. I mean, that is just, it's mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's every actor's dream to be in, in a, in a big movie, like every exactly. aspiring act, but it's, it's there. It's not even a dream to be in a Star Wars movie. I, okay, rephrase it this way. It's every actor's goal to be in a big movie. It's yeah. it's every actor's dream to act in something that they have loved since they were a little kid. Yeah, I mean, this is something that is beyond the actor, no matter who it is. I mean, Harrison Ford is one of the most successful actors in Hollywood history. Like, he's been in movies from the day he started acting until now, like he has had right. no breaks in his but career. You ask 10 people and probably nine out of 10 are going to say he's Han Solo, he's Han Solo. Or Indiana Jones or the clear and present danger guy or yeah. Like they, this movie Jack is, Ryan, is, sorry. is bigger than any individual actor. Like it's huge. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm jealous and I'm also happy for these people. It, it's, I just, I couldn't even imagine it. Yeah, I mean, like I, I couldn't even imagine being the fucking gaffer on this project. Yeah, anything. Or key grip. I mean, I still don't even know what the fuck key grip is. I'll be a shoe polisher. I like. You've <laughs> seen some of the credits on a movie. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could be fucking lead jerk off or yeah. first unit dildo. Like literally tons of positions to be in in, in a film. Like, and I would take any of them. Like, I would. Yeah. Empty Bag the, holder. Yeah, I would empty the garbage cans in their trailers. Like anything. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'd empty their RV shit piles. <laughs> I mean, it's just and like. Seeing this, I was like struck. It was weird because I didn't expect it, but when I saw the tweet, I was struck with so many different emotions. Like it's gonna be rough, man. I mean, I'm putting it off for now, but this is. Uh, it's hard to even say it this way because of how I feel about them now. But it, it, it's similar to around 2005, right? Yeah, where you know that okay these might not have turned out the way you wanted to. I mean, I wasn't still as down on the prequels then as I am now. I mean, I was still kind of like, uh, okay, yeah, it's Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> could Star Wars be bad? No, it couldn't be bad. Uh, yeah, it's bad. You know, I had that, like, conflict going on. Yeah. Until I eventually just realized, yeah, they were bad. But no, dude, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, this just marks the next... The next milestone in the Skywalker saga being done forever. And, you know, that that's good and bad. It's good because hopefully we're going to get brand new stories, brand new characters. And I still believe characters like Rey, Finn, Poe, and Kylo, if they all make it, would be viable in another trilogy. Yeah. Sans Skywalkers. Yes, I agree. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. But, I mean, the Skywalkers, they are the reason for the season. Yeah, in I mean, Star Wars, so, I mean, yeah, this is huge. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, I think you, like, you said it perfectly. It's just, it is, it's going to be difficult regardless of us knowing that there's more movies coming. Like, we know, we know that Ryan's working on a new trilogy. We know that, you know, GOT bros are working on a new trilogy or, like, a new series of movies. Um, but just 
for me personally, like I've fallen in love with these new characters so much, Kylo Ray, Poe Finn, like it's going to be difficult to know that this is the last journey we have with them. And I want them to get a full six movies. I, I do. Yeah. And I mean, that's not anything like even, you know, even Mark and, and, and Carrie and Harrison didn't get that. Like Harrison got four, Mark got five, six coming up. And then Carrie got, you know, Carrie's going to get six, but posthumously, unfortunately, and that, and it took, 40 years to get six like it didn't take it wasn't right away like i i I just i feel like they have room that they could continue this one on very soon after this nine ends yeah i think it's i mean they don't they don't have to wait for these people to become they're now the the old people passing on the new one no just okay because, I mean, you could argue if Nine's in the Skywalker saga, that just means we're finally flushing out all the old. Now let's let this new ensemble literally just carry the torch. Yeah, You I know agree. what I mean? Like, they don't have to be the old wise ones. Let's let them literally pick up from Nine as they are now the ones fully in charge. Leia's gone. We know that. Lando, he may be gone or he's just still chilling with Maz, hanging out in the underworld. Let's Let's now let these three or maybe even Kylo continue on with whatever yeah i agree and it's i feel like we i feel like we have that feeling because and we've talked about it in previous casts because of how accelerated this timeline was in these movies like we've only there's been no time yeah it's been days told days of story at best exactly like we've only covered probably like you said probably a few days of time and we're going into this last movie with, with maybe so, a year jump. Yeah, with a year jump and very little character development. I mean, like, character development has come, but, like, we haven't seen nearly the level of development as we've seen in the I original I think Ray's going to be a bad motherfucker by the time this thing starts. I mean, she's got all those books, dude. I mean, a year's worth of just fucking meditating. I guarantee she's going to be a fight. She's going to be doing something fucking magical looking. Yeah, yeah. I am fully ready to be... I want Ray to fight without holding a lightsaber. Like literally, she only fights with the Force using the lightsaber. I've like it's funny enough that you say that. Like at one point, I was like, I was um, writing a Star Wars story. Like this was way, way back. Like just writing like a like a fan fiction Star Wars story, and one of the characters in it was did that. Like they controlled their lightsabers completely by the Force. And it's right, like, like they'd it's, actually they'd get up up close and personal melee and like actually almost have some form of martial arts style attack. But at the same time, you've got this lightsaber whirling around. Yeah. Being I mean, controlled by their force mentally. So, yeah. I mean, it's almost like Darth Treya and like the way exactly. that she's portraying uh, 100%. Galaxy heroes. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, she, I'm not going to say Ray needs three twirly lightsabers <laughs> going around, but yeah, one like that would be great. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. I mean, the end is the end is coming closer. Like principal is wrapped. That means they're moving into post. Obviously, if they have scheduled reshoots, they'll move into those. So people out there, don't be surprised if all of a sudden you hear like episode nine reshoots. What is happening here? Like they're probably gonna have some reshoots scheduled. Like it's just normal, you know, cinematography. It's normal movie making. You have a period of time for reshoots scheduled just in case something didn't come out 
exactly how you wanted it to after post or something like that. So we'll probably get some news about reshoots. We'll probably get some news about post-processing starting. And, and then after that, I mean, like I put in, in, in the post, this is almost 10 months to the day of the release date. I think the release date for this movie is December 15th. And today is February. It 15th. may even be closer to 20. I don't know. Yeah. You may be right. I don't know. I'm but, making shit up, possibly. Yeah, like we're we're almost 10 months to the day. Hey, Google. Out. When does Star Wars Episode 9 release? Star Wars Episode 9 comes out in the United States of America on December 20th. Okay, December yeah, 20th. There you go. So I need to turn months. her volume up. Yeah, but we caught it. We got her. Google's there for us now. Like, Thanks, she had buddy. A, she Thanks, had a, Google. <laughs> you did so good tonight. Yeah, she had a rough start, but, you know, there we go. Coming she in with nailed it. I mean, she fucking nailed that. Yeah, not even a hesitation. Hey, December Google. December 20th. You nailed that. My pleasure. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> there we go. But, yeah, 10 months and five days out from release. I'm super excited. I know you're super excited. Any final I'm, I'm a little stressed too because I, I, again, just based on today's fumble folly. Once these big pieces start dropping, man, I, I get so anxious and like, oh, we got to get something out, we got to cover it, we got to do videos, <laughs> trailer breakdown, screenshot stills. I remember, so, yeah. While I'm like dying to get something, I'm also dreading it. Yeah, I mean, I remember when the first when that image leak that we just talked about came out. Like you were like, do we have to do a, se- a special cast? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, was, like, I think I was like, I think all we hands can hold. on deck Saturday morning. Let's go. Yeah, I was like, I think we can hold. I think this is yeah, good I was, material. I was like supposed to do something with my kid. I'm like, I can't do it. There's a fucking concept art leak. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, I think we're ready. We're prepared. And, you know, it's just all about us getting emotionally ready for this movie now. I mean, we're right around the corner, everybody. And then after this, after episode nine releases, we will. It's the wild, wild west. I mean, we got yeah. we got Disney Plus stuff coming. And then hopefully we start getting some sort of movement on the Johnson or the, the Got Bros project. Yeah, because, I mean, we don't even have a confirmed next movie after this one. Like for. No, I mean, I honestly think they've officially stalled, killed any potential plans for the movie that would have dropped in 2021. Yeah. Or I 2020. Mean, I mean, honestly, we've been, we've been having yearly, so there, there should have been something that dropping in, dropping in 20, but it ain't happening anymore. Yeah. So. Unless we get surprised about something in at Celebration, which is possible. I mean, they could come out and say, like, hey, we've officially started – you know, pre-production on whatever, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, a Star Wars story for all that'd that be neat. Knows. But at this point, this year's solely dedicated to episode nine promo at this point. Yeah. So, not, I mean that and that and Mando. Yep. They, they don't want to spread themselves too thin, especially after 2018. Yeah. So exciting time to be a Star Wars fan, everybody. So it, no, it really is. I mean, it's full steam ahead. I know some people aren't big fans of the Disney approach and what they've been doing, but I'm all for it. I love I love having this thing back in my life 24-7, especially now I got a kid that's into it. I mean, got to remember, there was a time where it was potentially going to be gone for good. All we had were the Clone Wars. That was it. 
Yeah. Nothing else. Nothing else was going on. Maybe some video games here and there, but even those were still getting canceled way back then. We're living in Star Wars heaven right now, everybody. No, it's fantastic. I mean, I don't care. Good for you, Mouse. Thank you for mm-hmm. keeping it around. That's all I care about. All right, Matt. Why don't you take us in at a wrap-up? You know, buddy, so, I mean, that was a good one. We, we talked about a lot of stuff. We had a great fandom segment. We went through that top five, which is really starting to become my, my one of my favorite things to talk about. And really, one of my favorite things to do throughout the week is finding that star wars art out there on instagram so if you are on instagram you have been listening this entire time good for you we appreciate that i know that was probably torturous but <laughs> we're glad you made it this far but if you are on instagram and you would like to uh maybe get featured on the top five when we talk about it on the show uh, hashtag us star wars time show or just tag us at star wars time show trust me I- i'm on ig all day, every day, I'll find it, and um, I'm not even. We're not even really judging your work. I mean, if you tag us, there's a good chance we'll even just at least throw you in our story. I mean, we don't have that many followers yet, but we're we're adding, we're getting there. I mean, eventually, we hope to when we share your work to net you some followers and net you some new likes and uh, just kind of improve your photography mission of becoming the next toy photographer all star. All right, people, that episode nine uh, news machine is ramping up, as you can tell from tonight's topics. Uh, So Nick and I will be sure to speculate, rant, post, do what we do on StarWarsTime.net to keep you in the know. And when we're not doing that, just make sure to keep yourselves subscribed to the podcast, iTunes, Google Play, Android. We're everywhere. Not on Spotify yet. I'm working on that. Still got to get the Stitcher going. Keep your panties on, people. It's going to happen. If you can't get us there, just listen on YouTube right now. And by the way, if you subscribe to YouTube, you're also going to get some videos. Videos on resistance. Videos on just random rants about news coming out, rumors coming out. That's what we do. All things Star Wars because it's Star Wars time. There's always time for Star Wars time. Get it in your heads. All right, my friends, may the force be with you always.